You ain't got the answer, Sway. 2 Corinthians 3.17, that's the whole ballgame. In the name of Jesus, you've been made whole by the power of God. Ooh, the Sony's church mirrors I have. We're 15 cents. All right. And we're live, man. All right, man. Welcome back. Again, again. <laughs> again and again. Uh, this is The Basement Full of Heretics. Uh, for any first-time listeners, which really is just anybody. Um, I think this is the first time we're actually recording in a basement. Yeah, yeah, our namesake has actually been fulfilled. Every previous episode um, of the Basement of Heretics has been recorded either in my bedroom or. I think your it's always bedroom. your bedroom. Yeah, it's yeah. always been my bedroom. Um, but we've scrubbed those from the internet, so uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyone, uh, anyone who's listening to this um, isn't going to know about the sordid past of uh, the Basement Full of Heretics, uh, what it could have been. Um, but this is what it is. And I think we might as well introduce people to what it is. Yeah. Uh, but before we do that, we could say who we are. All right. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll break the ice. I am Moses. Uh, are we going to use last names on this show? Uh, I think. Well, I if, think... We're, if we're going to share it like through our own like personal accounts, then theoretically yeah. it's going to be accessible. Yeah. Sure. So I'm Moses Dekezi. Um You may know me from uh, um, the arts editor. Actually, I don't want to name my job. <laughs> If you know if you know where I work, you know where I work. Um, but yeah, I'm just a I guess a newly graduated university student. Hey man, yeah, round of applause for that. Thanks, man. Um, I'm about to enter into six months of unemployment. So mm. That's that's fun. Trudeau dollars. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But I uh, just newly graduated uh, university student, 22 years old. This sounds like I'm making a Tinder bio. But uh, uh, what else is there to know about me? Um, I don't know. I like writing. Worked for a newspaper for a, for a little bit. Um, hopefully, trying to do big things for the rest of my life going on. Um, and I'm here with my brother. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to say who you are? Yeah. So I am. I am the other member of Basement Full of Heretics. Um, Emil. Emil Dikezi. Uh, Moses's older brother. Um, yeah. What do I do? Um, I'm actually a high school teacher. Weirdly enough. Well, I don't know if that's weirdly enough. Um, I'm not going to say what school I work at. Uh, for safety purposes yeah especially because you know we're making we're literally making a podcast about heresy yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually if you knew where i worked that might be problematic uh so yeah so i'm a high school teacher um yeah i've been doing that for a couple of years enjoy that a lot um what else about me um outside of uh teaching um i love to i actually i used to draw quite a bit when i was younger and i got back into the drawing game if you if you yeah if you now, check, now he traces full time yeah if, 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 <laughs> if, you, if you check out my my instagram uh you'll notice that I, one of the things i've been doing recently is i've been um animating uh taking like pictures and animating them so that's kind of it's kind of thing i do on the side um and when when covid isn't running our lives i, I work out quite a bit I go to the gym quite a bit yeah. so but uh that's that looks different now. Now that COVID is our king, so uh, things yeah. look a little bit different. Yeah, I guess just a little bit of context because who knows when you're listening to this episode. Um, but we're recording right now on, I guess, December twenty seventh. Yeah, yeah, two thousand twenty. So at least, at least in Canada, we're still in the midst of the COVID nineteen pandemic. Other parts of the world, like China, Australia, New Zealand, they seem to have gotten over it. Yeah. Um, but this is where still we're we're still pretty much in lockdown. Um, that's actually why Emil is here. He actually doesn't live in the same city as I am. I'm in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. But uh, 
yeah, Emil, he came down. Actually, I don't know if I should be saying this because yeah, yeah, there's yeah, COVID yeah. cops. Yeah. Actually, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I just want to just stay for the record. Uh, this is my, I, I, have, I, have, this, I live here part time. So if yeah. uh, Jason Kenny and anyone on uh, COVID control is listening, uh, I, I do in fact live here, so yeah. I can't get busted for this. Yeah, right now um, Alberta has some pretty intense COVID restrictions. So I think, I, I think the only, I think the only intense if you take them seriously. Like, <laughs> yeah, Alberta <laughs> has intense COVID restrictions that we all take seriously. <laughs> Um, <laughs> thank you for saying that. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's why Emil's here. And I guess kind of on the, on the, you mentioned that you usually like to go to the gym. I know yesterday, um, I go to Emil's room and he was just like going through old pictures and videos of him at the gym. Was I? Yeah. And you were like, man, I miss the gym. And I was like, yeah, this is like when someone is going through pictures of them and their ex, like, oh, I miss her so much. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but I'm like, I'm like, it's just the gym. Like, you know, he, he works out. Every day here, like in the basement, there's there's weights and stuff, and he works out every day. But it's like the gym is. Nah, it's just not the same, man. It's, it's literally just not the same. <laughs> yeah, um, and I guess maybe the last bit of like relevant info that there is to know about us is, um, I guess, some things we have in common. Um, I don't know. We're black males. That may eventually. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a super uh, relevant fact, but I mean, I'm just gonna get out of the way in case we say something, which is like, "Yo, can they say that?" Yeah, we're black, so it's yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Are, are we the kind of people that someone can just tell you're black by listening to us? Not really. That's the thing, man. I feel as though, yeah, I'd I've, I'd, I'd never felt as though I have a black sounding voice. Some people have told me I do. I some people also said I don't. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like in Canada, in Canada especially, I feel like in the U.S., black like African Americans definitely have a black sounding voice. But yeah. in Canada, not really, man. Yeah, man, because we're all like children of immigrants. Like honestly, yeah. if I came into my house talking like like some black guy from the south, my parents would probably beat my ass. Like, <laughs> like as our parents. Yeah, I would. <laughs> No, I'm mad to be like, what are you doing, man? We didn't come here to this country for you to speak like that. <laughs> They'd probably like immediately call my teachers and see how things are going at school. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess this is code switching, maybe. But um, but yeah, I guess to get things out of the way, we are black males. So if we ever say anything, which would be problematic if we were any other race, um, just know. Yeah, we're... yeah, all those Twitter warriors, chill out, man. Yeah. Um... I'm not on Twitter, so you can't at me, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is there to no. know yeah so i think we mentioned in passing but we are um at least in alberta mm-hmm. um i live in edmonton Emil lives in Lacombe. Uh, uh, I, I, <laughs> I i i live in a city yeah, in alberta. I guess maybe it's too easy to pin you down <laughs> uh, but yeah so we both live in alberta canada um which for anyone who's listening from alberta i'm guessing the majority of listeners are you know you know what Alberta is. Um, for anyone who's from outside of Alberta, maybe outside of Canada, um, Alberta's an interesting little province. Like it's, I think a lot of people described it as like the Texas of Canada. Um, yes, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's the perfect description, but I feel as though if there were to be a province in Canada, which is anything like Texas, I guess it would be Alberta. Um, but it depends what you're saying about Texas. Um, I guess a stereotypical <laughs> version of Texas, like, you know, fairly conservative, love oil, um, trucks. Those are all things that apply to Alberta. Some um, Alberta, yeah, yeah, definitely. Th- there's like a small secessionist movement here. <laughs> like, well, Brexit, Brexit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, lots of, uh, lots of hints of that. Um, but yeah, that's where we're at. Um, what else is there to know about us? Yeah, obviously we're brothers who so grew up together. Um, oh yeah, and we, we are, uh, Christians, I don't know why I said it like that. Um, 
it's almost like you use your voice to make that air quotes thing. Christians. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, we are Christians. And you know what? Maybe quote unquote Christians might be a good way to to introduce the I guess the spirit or the idea of this podcast. Mm. Um which is basement full of heretics. I mm. guess the name is a little is a little unconventional. I hope it I hope it caught your eye. Um that's why you're here. But uh yeah, so the story behind this podcast, um, it's all kind of there in the name. Uh, so this must have been a few years ago at this point, right? Maybe like last year. Nah, was it? Yeah. No, because we, we re- I remember us recording like one of the last episodes uh, last winter break. Yeah, well, I mean, last summer. Yeah, hold it, hold it, hold to you, I think like last last summer, last spring, like last summer or something. Maybe I don't know. Either 2018 or 2019, one of those years. Um, like I said, Emil doesn't live uh, doesn't live in Edmonton. So one weekend I, I went over to his house for the weekend, and uh, uh, Emil lives in a basement. <laughs> he still lives in the same basement. Um, I, I want I want to make it clear that it's like it's like a basement suite. Like, like oh, yeah, like, yeah. It's, like, it's, like I, I I don't live in like in like someone's unfinished basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> Emil's gainfully employed. He pays rent. Um, yeah, but he, it's still a basement. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> Separate entry, <laughs> yeah. Separate entry, <laughs> illegal suites. Um, but yeah, so he lives in a basement, and um, and yeah. So this this weekend when I went to go visit him, it was me and other and a friend of mine. We went to we went to go to his house, um, and a friend of his was there, and it was like right after church. I remember that um, me and me and my friend we got to church. Emil hadn't gone to church, yeah. <laughs> to church that week. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I guess uh, we're preparing <laughs> for the pandemic. Uh, but yeah, Emil hadn't gone to church that week, and uh, um, so after church, me and me and my friend we went to his house for lunch, and uh, and we we just kind of got into this really long conversation. I guess the four of us, um, you know, related to like maybe faith. Um, some of the questions we had, uh, it was like at least you know three four hours, um, and it was it was a really good conversation, like really I guess expansive, and and it was. I guess um, it was it was it was open, you know, in a way that you don't really have. I think in a in a church setting, because I think a lot of times when you're in that like formal environment or like when there's a pastor by you, yeah. Um, and I mean, even a pastor who you have a good relationship with, you're like, I don't want to talk about that, or like, let's just steer away from this, mm-hmm. or like, I don't want to give the wrong impression here. But this conversation we had just in Emil's basement, it covered a lot of things, and maybe even a lot of things which you know. I'm not going to say they're heresy necessarily, but yeah. but you know maybe things that you wouldn't necessarily hear uh, at church. Um, and I know after that conversation, uh, it left it left it left an impact on me or left an impression on me. I remember a few weeks later, I I messaged him. I was like, "Hey, man, you want to start a podcast and just so we can have kind of more conversations like that?" Um, and so that's where the idea of basement full of heretics came from. You know, because this all was born out of a meal's basement, and I guess uh, we're the heretics. Um, fast forward, what, a year and a half, two years, um, a few failed launches. Um, I think, I think every episode we've made before up until this point was a launch. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think every episode we've made, yeah. we tried to launch this yeah. record. I'm not going to give too much of a peek behind the curtain cause it's a pretty sorry site, but it's, it's like, I was like a Wright brothers thing, man. Like, like every, yeah. <laughs> every, every single effort was a launch. Yeah. Yeah. This is probably the fifth or sixth episode we no, recorded. It's like third. No, no, it's the maybe third episode we would have published, but oh, okay. no, we've we've published three episodes. Um, so this is probably the fifth or sixth episode we've recorded. Um, they're all mostly several months apart. Um, it, it's been a real struggle to make this consistent, 
And, um, you know, that's a really good transition. Like, talk about our new show format. Hopefully mm-hmm. this is going to be um, the one that works. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, when you make a podcast, I think uh, consistency and regularity is important. But I guess there's a, there's a lot of pressure to record weekly, yeah. especially in, like, to be able to respond to, you know, the, what happened last week or what happened um, you know, a few days before, like, I guess be super topical. Um, that doesn't work for us. clearly. Yeah, um, so we have kind of decided on this new format, um, which focuses more on the heart of the show, which is having open conversations about topics um, related to faith. Maybe not always like strictly related to faith, but, you know, that at least somehow intersect with our faith and just having an open conversation about that. Yeah. So how we want to do the show every every week is um you know we're just going to pick a topic and we're going to talk about it um at least and that's what it's going to be for now um w- just to give you guys i guess a little bit of a heads up we're not going to be recording this every week we we'd hope to post it at least every week or every two weeks we'll we'll figure out our own schedule mm-hmm. um but we're not going to be recording it every week so there could there's a very good chance that some crazy big event is going to happen um and we won't say anything about it on the podcast. And that's probably because we weren't aware of it um, when it happened. Uh, so, yeah, if you, want, if, you want, if you want to catch up on current events or if you want to hear commentary on things that are happening in the news or pop culture, um, this probably isn't the podcast to, to check that out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But there's, if you, there's people who've done a lot more research and give you much better, better commentary on that kind of stuff. Than yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that, yeah, that's not our lane. But, uh, but if you just want to, like, hear two people who are unqualified um (laughs) yeah maybe it was the best introduction but i mean yourself yeah okay but you just want to hear two people i guess two just two brothers talking about um i guess just their different experiences with faith and things like that um that's what this podcast is yeah um, and yeah, so we just want the conversation to be open and honest and I know I think open, hot, open, honest and transparent. You hear that? No. What is that? <laughs> no, that, that, that's what like, you know, uh, you know, Michael Todd, that like black cool pastor from the U S no, no, Michael Todd transformation church. This is starting to ring more of a bell, but he's not got like he got like a fade and stuff, and he wrote that book like relationship he's goals. A, hey, he's black no, guy. He's got a fade. Okay. That he, really he, narrows it he wrote down. that book like relationship goals. <laughs> Nah, what did he say? I don't know. He always does that thing. It's like we're a hot church, open, honest, and transparent. Hillsong, that's a hot church, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep keep moving. Maybe too hot. Yeah, keep moving through that. All right, just check out the New York Post (laughs) if you want to know what's up, dude. Man, we we Uh, we don't have that kind of money. Shout out to to Carlos. <laughs> I, I just want to make it clear the person making those sound jokes was Moses. It was not a meal. Yeah, that was me. I'll take it. I'm ready for that smoke. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, we're kind of we're we're trying to have open conversations here. Um, maybe not as open as Hillsong, but uh. <laughs> I, 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 man, I, I'm, I'm down for open honesty. I, I just don't want to get legal action taken against me, man. I, I'm cool with that though. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> So that's pretty much what you can expect um, from from the basement full of heretics. You know, I imagine like like any show, it's going to evolve over time. Um, you know, hopefully it's going to get better. Um, but that's yeah, kind of yeah, it has to man. It has to get better. <laughs> yeah, it has yeah. to get better. Th- th- that's the mindset to have. Like this is going to be our worst episode. Hopefully, and then next week's going to be our second worst episode, mm-hmm. and it's just going to keep getting better um, until we're making hundreds of thousand dollars, like Joe Rogan. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and I just want to make it clear that's if, any, if anyone's listening to this and like you want to. 
You want to pull a Warren Buffett and be a venture capitalist? You want to invest invest at the bottom floor? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't have to be Warren Buffett. Just be yeah. like a sugar mama. Yeah, just bless yeah, yeah, it. yeah. If you want to invest at the at, at the basement, uh, mm-hmm. please feel free to contact us. We're, we're gonna take yeah. your money. This, uh, <laughs> this is usually where I drop my cash app, but um, we're in Canada, and uh, this country doesn't want to see. Did, did, did Canada do like Venmo or something? I don't think we even do that. We do PayPal. <laughs> Just, <laughs> people just walk up to you and, and put money in your pocket. Yeah, but, put bills in your pocket. That's what blessing put looks bills like. In your you <laughs> on the street, oh. people just walk up and, and just start putting bills yo, in your waistband. Real talk. I wonder, yo, I, how would someone react to that? Is like, is 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 like five hundred? Yeah. How would you react to that? Like, if you walk down the street, thank you. Like, yeah, someone just like kind of just assaulted you. I, I, but also <laughs> gave you five hundred bucks. I don't say thank you. Yeah, well, but obviously, first you're like, "Yo, I'm not expecting to do anything now." <laughs> I just look at it. Just look at you. They look at you, and, 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 and then they start doing that thing with the eyebrows. They start, they start eyebrows. Start, eyebrows. Like, what on earth is going on, man? <laughs> yeah, but um, anybody trying to trying to bless us, our waistbands are open. <laughs> oh um, my god! <laughs> what? You're the one who started this. Right? No, no, no. I said, I said some people are cool with that. Man. <laughs> Yeah, we're not asking for it, but like <laughs> we won't say no. <laughs> Isn't that is that most important? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So I think now that we've kind of introduced the show. Um. Might as well go to our first topic. Um. And I think this is a good one, especially you know because you know heretic is in the title and heresy is in the title. I think usually when you're talking about heresy. You're talking about, you know, ideas which radically depart um, from the fundamentals of the faith. Mm. And so today I thought it'd be really cool to have a conversation just about fundamentalism in general. Um, I think it's something that, not I think, it is something which which me and Emil have had a lot of conversations about um, in the past because... Um, I think our understandings of our faith and, and, you know, exactly, you know, what we quote unquote believe, because even that's a very loaded word, but I mean like what we believe, um, has changed and evolved over time. Um, and even like specifically the denomination we come from, do you want to talk about that or is that a, um, I think, I I think we'll just hold out for that. Let's hold on. Let's hold out. Okay. That makes it sound like Mormons though. (laughs) Honestly. No, 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 no. Fine, 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 fine. Fine. I was gonna say we are we are a relatively mainstream Christian religion, a Christian denomination. Yeah, no, I think I I think most I think most well-read people would consider us a not a cult. This isn't really a glowing endorsement. Um. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. Okay, at, at, at the end of the day, man, we're just we're just like Baptists who go to church on Saturday. Like, okay, well, you should just okay. said it. Okay, well, we're Adventists. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. Adventists. Yeah. Seventh-day Adventists. Seventh-day Adventists. <laughs> See, buddy, if you had just come out of the gate and said, hey, we're Seventh-day Adventists, that would have sounded a lot less weird than like, okay, so we're not a cult. <laughs> yeah. But we're not. You know, you know, yeah, we're not. Just say what you are. There's people on There's people saying, yeah, we're, we're not. We're, we're not a cult. We are Seventh-day Adventists. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if, if for anyone who, I guess, isn't familiar with Seventh-day Adventism, um, it is a pretty like fundamentalist religion. Like it, 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 it does um, rely on, on a fairly like literal reading of the Bible. Um, and I think there's even the places where Seventh Day Adventism departs from other mainstream Christian denominations. Like for example, you know, like Emil said, we uh, we go to church on Saturday. We go to 
instead of Sundays. Um, Adventists, a lot of Adventists, well, Adventists don't eat pork. A lot of them don't even uh, eat meat. Mm. Um, you know, well, that's, but that, that that's not so much a religious thing. Yeah, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, all these, like, basic things about Adventism, a lot of them are also rooted in, like, a very, like, I guess, like, a very... Um, yeah, like a literal reading of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, like these are the things. Like, you know, nowhere in the Bible does it say we can do this, so we're just going to do this thing that it says you can do in the Bible. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this podcast isn't us here to bash other denominations or try to. Um, honestly, to be f- perfectly transparent, there might be more Adventism bashing than <laughs> than any other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, from not, a place of love. I, uh, like, here's the thing, man. Yeah. I, I, my personal thing is, you can only bash. You can only bash what you, what you know. And so we're, yeah. we're we're speaking about what we know. Like we can't, like like I'm sure I'm sure there's I'm sure I, I know there's Adventists who who feel well equipped to bash everyone else. But like yeah, but, but, yeah. But, but, excited but, about it. Yeah, but but, <laughs> yeah. but we're definitely we're definitely not those Adventists. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're not so, not so, anymore. Yeah, so, Emil's so, telling stories. Yeah. Emil, Emil, yo, if you caught Emil in high school, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, he, he yeah. ready to bash your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if this podcast had been had happened like ten years ago. Oh man! Call I mean, me Wreck It Ralph, son. But I'm lie, man. If, if this podcast happened ten years ago, you know what? I th- I, I think the growth would have been more exponential. I think I think it would have blown up. <laughs> like, like, oh like, yeah. yeah, no, we'd be like on some like Candace Owens energy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> among the Avidus community. Yeah, we would have blown up. If, if this is a, yeah, oh look at these young people standing up for the faith, speaking out against apostasy. <laughs> yeah. Now, nah, man, real talk. That that could have been us, man. We really. Uh... We came but in then, but, but then, I, but then, time. when you're old, you have to back. You have to walk that back. You have to be like, "Oh man, offer these apologies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what I said. Yeah, <laughs> what, I, I guess. what I said years ago." So I'm trying to think of who's like any. I don't know, but I think there's there's, there's people who've done that, like walk the back, who become like I guess like more moderate as time Dude, went on. A lot of those people just stopped being Christians, man. Yeah, who's that one guy? Like uh, I said goodbye to dating. Yeah, I kissed dating goodbye. Like some Harris, Josh Harrison, man. Something like that. A lot, yeah, a lot of people just 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 stop being Christians because they're like, man, this whole thing. Is yeah, boring. we haven't gone that far, but, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, hit up the PayPal. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so okay to get to get back on topic, um, talking about fundamentalism. Um, yeah, I, I think like the denomination we've come from, it's a. Uh, it's a very fundamentalist background. And so mm-hmm. we kind of wanted to talk about that and maybe our feelings on it and how it has changed. So, you know, to start off just by defining fundamentalism, we had a very short conversation at the beginning of whether or not we should pull out um, the dictionary definition. And honestly, I'm kind of sick of, uh, I'm kind of sick of when people start like things with the dictionary definition of whatever, whatever, like, bro, I can look this up. But then, but then <laughs> so you, know what's funny? you know what's funny? Every time they do that, they go, I go to dictionary.com and then go, ah, dictionary.com is a lie. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, let, let me give you the real definition. <laughs> why did you start off with using dictionary.com? Yeah. Man? Actually, I did that once. I had to preach once, and that's exactly <laughs> what I did. <laughs> the whole sermon was me redefining. <laughs> dude, dude, when, yeah. Th- that was that was the move, man. When you were younger. And you had oh, to yeah, preach. back in the day? And when you were stuck, I find it. According to dictionary. Oh, 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 oh. This boy is learned. <laughs> no, but yeah. So we had a conversation about should we pull out the dictionary definition of fundamentalism. Um, we decided that's so blasé. So uh, we're just going to kind of go with our own working definition of it. And which is, I think, you know, adhering to the fundamentals of the faith. When we say fundamentals, I mean like the traditional understanding of it. So, you know, there's obviously things like... Would it be know, like uncompromisingly uncompromisingly in here? I think so, yeah. I think I think that's probably the the best understanding of it because I think and, and so like to give it like I guess a few examples of those beliefs, 
you know, there's basic things like, you know, believing that Jesus is the son of God and believing in the Trinity. Um, and I feel so, but, but I feel as though when most people think of fundamentalism, they're kind of thinking more so of, you know, I guess the more, hmm, I guess, divisive topics in Christianity. Like Genesis. Yeah, like 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 yeah, like Genesis. So like, let's say believing in a literal a literal six day creation, um, a six thousand year old Earth. Although even a lot of like fundamentalist Christians I've noticed don't actually believe in a six thousand year old Earth. Um, really? Yeah. Pretty cool. There was this book I once read in um, uh, in high school. I I still have it. It's somewhere in this house. It was something like seven seven truths you can still believe as a christian or whatever oh, or something like that I, I don't know he's not a super famous at least i don't think he is but he's, he's kind of this guy just writing um a book about like all these different things isn't which john, isn't that john and Bethke? no 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 um but uh he was writing this book about like you know seven things you can still believe as a christian like i guess kind of seven beliefs which modern societies kind of reject that mm-hmm. you can still believe in and i remember the chapter about like believing in a literal <clears throat> six-day creation his thing was he believes in six day creation. He doesn't necessarily believe in he doesn't believe in a six thousand year old Earth, especially because when you look at how that number was derived, and I think a lot of people don't actually understand how that number was derived. But it was literally by this priest in the mid century who just took all the genealogies and added them up, and then said, "Okay, and if you do the add, if you go from I think it was Caesar, so here's one person. So that's one person who you can locate in history." And then you just add up all the genealogies and like, you know, give a rough estimate of how long people lived. And then like when you get to Genesis and stuff, it actually tells you how long people lived. And then he did all that and it came out to 6,000. I think his 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 thing was like the earth was created on like October, whatever, six. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, like, I, I, and I feel as though if a lot of people read that, they'd be like, okay, this is kind of wild. <laughs> um, but he's explaining how the 6,000 year old number isn't necessarily the most solid thing. He still believes in six day creation, but he's like, the earth could be 10,000 years. It could be 6,000. He just didn't blame evolution. That was his thing. Um, but anyway, but I think when you're talking about like fundamentalist beliefs, like big ones are, you know, stuff like, um, like, yeah, like, uh, what was I saying? A six day creation, um, you know, within Adventism, Within Adventism, we have a lot of we have a lot of different ones like, um, like, um, like the food I'm, the food law the food laws yeah like the yeah. food laws like you know the certain foods you're not supposed to eat, you're supposed to eat um, no tattoos yeah no Is that tattoos really no alcohol uh, yeah yeah no bacon yeah no smoking. Um, yeah, no smoking, stuff like that. Um, what else is there? I think a lot of people would like associate fundamentalism with some of the, even the more like political aspects of Christianity. So, like, let's say being like anti-abortion, um, <clears throat> being like anti-gay marriage, um, you know, wanting to have uh, a Ten Commandment tablets in front of every courthouse mm. in the country. <laughs> um, because with the, without without those. Everything's yeah. anarchy. Um, being anti anti Marxist. That's that's a new one that's kind of crept its way. You know, you know I, I, being pro capitalist. You know, I was really, I was really, I was really <laughs> wanted to ask someone. But I, you know, I was thinking about that last night. I'm like, you know, I want to meet one of these people and just ask him. It's like, could you explain to me Marxism? <laughs> yeah, could you, just, you just explain to me what Marxism is. Like, well, like you clearly don't like it. Just explain to me what Marxism is, because I I'd venture and say a good amount of people who fear Marxism can't actually explain it very well. Yeah, or it's like it's just the most the most like straw man argument, which is most things that people disagree with. Like if you ask them to explain, if you like, if you ask a, like we're soccer fans too, I never mentioned that. But if you ask like a, a hardcore 
which maybe I shouldn't use a soccer example because no one knows it. But if you use, if you ask like a hardcore, say no one knows it. If you ask like a hardcore, no one in Alberta. If you ask like a hardcore <laughs> Boston Celtics fan to tell you about the Lakers, he'd probably describe a totally different <laughs> organization than what the Lakers, a Lakers fan would describe. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like I guess to man <laughs> to kind of go through the list of things, it's like. Yeah, like things like creation and just a very like I guess right wing conservative understanding um, of Christianity, and I think it's interesting when you bring in the political aspect of it because fundamentalism, especially at least for as long as I've been alive, and I imagine even longer, it's almost become like a dirty word, you know. Um, I think it's just like it's almost now like a synonym of bigotry. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, we we even talking just before the show, like Emil, you mentioned, like it's not even always a tied to christianity anymore um but it's just like any sort of fundamental like like if someone says an islamic fundamentalist most people are actually thinking of like a terrorist or something yeah. like like the worst incarnation of a muslim um or if you think of a christian fundamentalist you know you're thinking of someone protesting outside an abortion clinic um and it's interesting how like it's become this almost it's like a pejorative like insult at this point um I don't know, man, but maybe, but should it not be? Why? Why do you think it should be an insult? Because, like, like if if we're saying fundamentalism is like inflexible adherence to a certain set of beliefs, that's not a good thing, man. To hold things and say inflexible, like like where you're not even willing to think through them. And you see, that's the thing. It's like I don't know if that's necessarily the heart of what people say when they mean fundamentalism. Like, I don't know if the inflexibility of it. But I think it's just the fact that you're holding on to a set of beliefs which maybe the rest of like modern society has rejected. Because I think that's like the insult of it. If someone's like, oh, you're a Christian fundamentalist you're an, or the Islamic fundamentalist, so, 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 it's like you can't even look at the data or the science to, but, to so, dissuade so, from this I, position. So I don't, think, I don't think fundamentalism has always been that. Yeah. Because, because like, or, or even people who, who hold those views necessarily be called fundamentalists. Because like, I don't know, man. I, this might be a little bit... Like something no one cares about, but like even you think about it, even during the Industrial Revolution, you have people who are against machines, like the Luddites. They yeah. weren't called fundamentalists. Well, because they had a name for them, Luddites. Or like no, but no, but <laughs> but but oftentimes we look at those people, even like we we call them people call people like that, just call them conservatives, mm-hmm. or they'll call them like reactionary. They wouldn't yeah. say that you're fundamentalist, but it's, but here's the thing, man. I I feel like I feel like we are applying it to a whole bunch of different uh, concepts. But I think at its core, fundamentalism is a religious term. Yeah, and yeah. it's and it's almost exclusively to Christians. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Islamic fundamentalists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you're talking about, or even like when you, I remember when I found out Buddhism as terrorists, I was like, what? But but, but what's <laughs> in, but what's interesting is that you think of Muslims, right? They yeah. say radical Islam, right? Mm-hmm. So like radical Islam, radical is is a term for someone who wants change, drastic change. But fundamentalism yeah. is like they don't want change. They want to keep things old. <laughs> like, 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 it's very interesting that, like, for Christians, they don't call they just say they don't say radical Christians. They say fundamentalists. I guess maybe though, like the the overlap is like how, um, how fervently you hold on to something. Because I think even with like radical Islam, even though they want change, it's like the change they want is to turn it into a fundamentalist religion. But no, but 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 but, <laughs> I, like but I think but, but I think it comes from like position yeah. of. Of what 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 position did you did you occupy in society previously? Because like a fundamentalist would be someone who wants to return to a time when Christianity was the dominant ideal. Uh-huh. But radical Islam, you think of people like ISIS, they're trying to create a new world. 
Where where well, I, I don't know, but no, but think about it. They are trying to restore pretty much like the Ottoman Empire. But which no. which was a thing in the past of like it was like an like yeah, that's the way Muslim society used to be and it's a fairly conservative structure. I don't know. I don't know if I actually don't I actually I'm not sure if the Ottoman Empire was as conservative as maybe some of these like societies oh, ISIS man. is trying to build. Here's the thing, man. I don't but, think I don't think what ISIS is trying to build has ever been done. No, yeah. What what is it? Muhammad's caliphate. Muhammad was Muhammad had an empire. But no, but 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 I think but, but I don't know. I, I just feel like what ISIS is, is specifically trying to do, I'm not sure it's actually ever been done before. I think it has. Well, what do you call Muhammad's thing? Like when Muhammad's empire pretty because, much. Because here's the thing, man. Like, I don't know. Is Saudi Arabia oh. a caliphate? Uh, it's probably not too far from it. It's not an Islamic state. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah, maybe. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Before, before, before we said like those guys who talk about the Charlie Abdopi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, I don't want to mention yeah. their names and me in the same <laughs> sentence. Yeah, yeah. Go, go to go to those Takia people. I meant first of all, I do not endorse any of those people. Those people are whack. What uh, the Charlie Abdo guys? No, 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 no. Those people who are like so Muslims are trying to take over. Yeah, yeah. And, we, and that's the thing. We're not talking about Muslims. And that's the thing. You only talk about fundamentalism. We're not talking about just Christians in general. We're yeah. talking about a very specific kind. Um. A specific kind of Christian, and let's just talk about Christians. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we know. Let's stay out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just want to make a quick disclaimer: everything we said in the last five minutes, uh, we are not experts on Islam. It's just speculation. Uh, yeah, man. we really are. We're not experts on. It. We just know some Muslim people. We're not. We're not. We're not even speaking of the show. Like we're really not that. Yeah. We're not that people. We're just trying to define fundamentalism, <laughs> and our brains went a weird way. So I just want to make it clear to everyone listening. <laughs> But yeah, I think <laughs> uh, to kind of put a bow on it, it's like I think it's it's interesting to see how like fundamentalism has become like this negative thing, you know. Um, and I, I, and it, may, it might even be I think it, it, I think it, to a certain extent it's almost a new idea because you know obviously I've only ever lived in the era that I live in. But like when you read like let's say like biblical stories or whatever, or you read narratives from ancient societies which were far more religious than we were i think uh, there was a time where being a fundamentalist was something you'd be praised for mm. you know for being like a for being someone who rigidly adheres to to the aspects of the religion like like there was a time like where religious leaders like be it rabbis or priests or imams or whatever actually yeah, whatever. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um pastors pastors like they were like rock stars yeah. And people, and I don't know if that's necessarily, well, I guess there are like famous, um, you know, religious leaders now, but I mean, back then it was like holding of being like a holy man was this like celebrated thing. Whereas now it's more so like if you, if you rigidly hold to hold to the tenets of your faith, it's a negative. Um, and it's interesting because like, you know, I guess kind of going to our own stories, I feel as though, I don't know, I, I think speaking for myself, I would say like I've kind of moved a little further away from fundamentalism, especially compared to where I used to be. Um, but I don't know if I've completely moved away from it, you know, because I still think at the end of the day, like faith has fundamental beliefs. And maybe maybe I don't hold enough of them to be considered a fundamentalist, but I think there's still like fundamental aspects of my faith where it's like, these are the things which I need, at least in mm. my opinion, I need mm. to even call myself a Christian. And maybe even those are things which I rigidly wouldn't move off of. Mm. I don't know. Like, like, would you? How? Where? Where would you characterize yourself on that? I don't know, man. I remember I heard some someone say something really interesting. 
I, mean, I, th- I think I think I think I took the term for myself. He talks talks to spiritual minimalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Joseph Solomon. Yeah, it was like I heard what's her face too. Um, Jen Hatmaker. She's mentioned it once on the Holy Post. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It, I, th- I think I, th- I think it's a way of thinking which I've sort of started adopting because it's just like um, I think I, th- I think one of the things with like f- with like having such a very very rigid way of thinking things and so many things you believe is at some point you're like it just becomes really stressful you're like oh my goodness what what to believe about this what to believe about this what to believe about this and so i feel like the idea of like spiritual minimalism it's sort of adopted i've adopted where it's like there's few things i hold very passionately and i hold uh strongly but like a lot of other things i'm like okay mm-hmm. it's really up for grabs but like um i don't know man i think for me if i think for me what that looks like is like they i don't know like i believe in like I don't know. I know this is like a not like a statement of faith, but I, I believe that like <laughs> I believe in like the resurrection of Jesus. And, <laughs> okay, it sounds like a statement of faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Make it. Our holy father. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe in the resurrection of Jesus. And just like the fact that God born is born of a virgin. But like outside of that, outside of those things, like really, I'm like, hey, man, like, dude, it, your your list is with one point, and God is good. <laughs> Not even all the time. <laughs> all the time. No, but like, but like outside of that, because I, th- I think, I think, I think, I think a lot of it flows out of that. Because I think when you spoke of that thing of like fundamentalism, I feel like one of the reasons why fundamentalism um, is become like a dirty word and stuff is because I don't know. This may be me speaking. You may disagree with me, but I just feel like, especially from the Christian perspective, fundamentalism today, especially for a lot of young people, is is actually quite contrary to like the gospel. Yeah, because it's like more interested in those beliefs than actual people. Yeah, because like because like I remember uh, n- plugging another podcast, which hopefully one day we get that level, crossing our fingers. Mm-hmm. It's like the Holy Post. Yeah, we're, like, we'll probably quote that podcast a lot. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, outright yeah. steal segments from them. Yeah, but. just, just, air, just <laughs> air segments. From them. But, uh, I, I, so, so, I, I, we we do it so much until 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 we finally get a get a repost from them. Yeah. Stop watching this. Ah, whatever. All press is good press. But, like, yeah. no, but, but so, but but like, I know I know there's a one of the guys on Holy Post, Sky Jatani. He talks about like. I think you wrote a book. It's like, what if Jesus was serious? He's talking yeah. about like talking about how like all of people think Christians people Christians say the world persecutes them because they take Jesus too seriously. Mm-hmm. The guys like maybe we just don't take Jesus seriously enough. And I just feel like fundamentalism for many people just has got to a point that it's just now contrary to the gospel. And so that's why I feel like a lot of people are pushing against that, especially even for like black people and stuff. Especially like in the last couple of years with like I know in the U.S. with like the hitching of evangelicalism to Trump. It's mm-hmm. just like people are seeing like man we're basically being used as pawns in the system. Yeah. And so I feel like there's definitely that pushback because people feel like this is not, this is not even the gospel anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I feel as though in a way it's like, it's almost ant- antithetical to, to, I guess the movement that Christianity moved out of, I mean, grew out of. Mm. Cause you think of like, first of all, I was thinking about this yesterday, but you know, when Jesus was on earth, his criticisms were mostly labeled, I mean, aimed at the fundamentalists. Mm-hmm. His criticisms was like aimed at the Pharisees, the guys who were like, yo, this is the way you got to follow Jesus. I mean, yeah. you got to follow God. Got to follow Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Let me tell you how to follow Jesus. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, this is the way you got to follow God. And like anything that departs from that is heresy. Mm. And and it's so interesting because you and 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 because and a lot of that was was rooted in the fact that they were, were in a powerful position and enforcing this religion as rigidly as possible kept them in power and in control. Mm. 
and it's so interesting when you look when you fast forward first of all christianity comes out it's this like underground religion full of a bunch of like rejects like that's how it starts full of like a bunch of like people who don't have any power control whose leader got killed whose leader gets killed but then over the course of the centuries it transforms into the biggest religion on earth the biggest, biggest, the biggest movement ever yeah and so and now you have it where interestingly enough it's like that pharisaical pharisaical whatever that 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 quality is you see it rise up in the church again where you have all these people saying like yo if you're christian you have to vote this way mm. or if you're christian you have to believe this thing if you're going to be part of my denomination or whatever you have to believe this thing and they, they're building this very rigid understanding of of faith and like the Pharisees, you see, a lot of times it's kind of it's 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 quite openly linked to power. Like you talk about people hitching it to hitching it to political parties like Trump, and it's not even an American thing. Every country has a far right party which caters to Christians, or at least most countries I do, I, I think do. In the West, yeah, in the West. Sorry, but I mean, like, like, like it, that that marriage between a really rigid understanding of faith and power and control. We have it now too, yeah. And like, I think people don't realize, like, yo, this is the exact thing Jesus was speaking out against when mm-hmm. he was on Earth. Um, yeah, but I know even like for me, I guess kind of for me personally, um, like like I said before, like I feel as though um, I I moved away from from maybe like I guess my more fundamentalist understanding understanding of faith, and I don't know. I guess I'm not. I, I I I won't get in trouble if I like air my beliefs. <laughs> what? Maybe. <laughs> Emil's got to be a little more careful on what he says uh, on this podcast. Yeah, for certain reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, just, just say that. Yeah. <laughs> but I I don't have the same restrictions. Um, but like I I know for me personally, like like I said before, like I used to have a very like like until I was probably eighteen nineteen. Like I believed in, um, you know, I believed in like a literal six day creation. I believed in like, if you were to go through all the basic beliefs of Adventism, yeah. I, yeah. I held to, every, yeah. I held to every single one of them. I mean, I mean, licking his lips when he talk about sounds, the basic beliefs of Adventism. I was literally telling Emil, that was the crazy story, but like the, I had a, I remember one time when I was in grade 12, I literally, during one of my spares, I sat at a table and debated this other kid. Like, about, like a mob of white kids going, yeah! Yeah, because well, I went to a Christian school. Um, so I remember I debated this kid at a table about like why why evolution was bogus. That was my position. He he believed in evolution. Um, but like I pretty much debated why evolution was bogus. And like all my Christian school friends are behind me like, yeah, get him, Moses, get him, get him! Uh, and then literally 18 months later... I was um, enrolling myself in an evolutionary biology degree. <laughs> I think does that does that guy get credit for that? No, I don't think he does. But I like I think it's interesting just to kind of like in, in terms of my own evolution. Ooh. Oh, micro evolution. No, God's evolution. Micro evolution. No, but I think just just to kind of explain a little bit of, of my own progression, I feel as though my own spiritual journey kind of shows maybe some of the dangers of, of having such a, such a fundamentalist understanding because, you know, we've used that word rigid a lot. Mm. And if you even think about it from like an architectural standpoint, you know, people talk about like when you're trying to hurricane, not hurricane earthquake proof a building, you want it to be flexible so that when the ground shakes underneath it, 
it's like able to sway instead of just like one crack and the whole thing topples over. Mm. And like you talk about like buildings in Japan apparently do that. I've never been in one, but, um, and I think it's the same thing with like when you have a really fundamentalist or like rigid faith structure, when one crack appears, the whole thing just, just blows up or not blows up or crumbles. And I know like even for me personally, that's really what happened. Like I went to, like I, like I went to university and I think for, for a lot of people, university is where that happens. But I went to university with this like very by the book understanding of faith, like you know, colored by numbers. Like this is this has to be true. All this has to be true. Nothing can be at all different from the way it was explained to me. Mm-hmm. And I know I went to school, and it wasn't the only reason. Like I think even like my spiritual life had turbulence just in other respects too. But I know like when I went to, when I first went to university and I. I sat in my biology 108 class and I had the theory of evolution like explained to me by an actual like biologist instead of a pastor because <laughs> literally up until that point and I think this, that's the case for a lot of Christians like I've talked, tell you what they're gonna tell yeah you. <laughs> I've talked to a lot of Christians like who are grown adults and their whole understanding of evolution is what a pastor told them and you have to this guy has no training <laughs> but like when I had evolution explained to me by a biologist First of all, and I remember it was, it was super clear. Like I remember we were literally learning about like um, different types of divergence and they're using the example of butterflies. And I remember like f- the first thought I had in my head when like that r- moment really hit me, I was like, yo, this isn't evil. Like there's nothing like evil or like sinister about this. This is literally just an understanding of the natural world. And then second, I was like, yo, this is quite plausible. And it kind of set me on a spiral of like kind of questioning a lot of things. And I remember there was a point where, like, once I'd had that belief, you know, that belief challenged, everything kind of started to unravel. And there was a period in my life where I just didn't believe in the Bible at all. Mm. Like, like it, 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 it was almost like I just, it just kind of seemed ridiculous to me. Mm. And and that's kind of like the crumbling I'm talking about. Like, it literally went from zero, like, went down to zero. And and it's because my faith was so rigid that it wasn't ready for any sort of any sort of uh, turbulence or whatever, but then I don't know. Um, I, I don't. I, this might have been something I I heard on Holy Post or some other podcast. Um, but I remember someone was talking about like how faith is a constant cycle of uh, construction, deconstruction. It might have been like Andy Minio, man. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Someone said about like faith, like a constant cycle of like construction and deconstruction. And I know, like for me personally, over the last two years, I've kind of had to reconstruct my faith. Um, and a lot of ways, it felt like I was building it back up from zero, but like reconstruct it in a way which um, wasn't so vulnerable, you know. And 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 that's what I mean. But like when I when I say moving away from fundamentalism, you stop I just, reading books, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of this meme. It's like this farmer. Uh, have you seen it? It's like this farmer, and he's like that. That over there, that's where the books got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Honestly, like here's the thing, man. If you want, if you want to be intellectually lazy and you want to protect, stop reading, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Or just, or just only read certain books. Yeah. It's probably the better way Could to do approved. it. Yeah, read approved literature. His website. What else created for you? Yeah, but um, I know. Uh, uh oh 46 minutes that's fine yeah yeah we can keep talking um are you gonna, are you gonna edit that out? no i'm not gonna edit it i'm <laughs> not gonna no i i do another podcast which i edit quite heavily i'm not editing anything on this show okay like unless unless you say something absolutely crazy <laughs> um, 
<laughs> which is like like Hillsong slander is not worth editing. You know what's actually um, crazy? Like there's a podcast and you hear the talk, and then they like they just skip different topics. You're like, man, they must say something absolutely they must bad. Say something. Like, Especially you know, there's some podcasts I listen to where they say crazy stuff all the time, yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes it's like nah, yeah. we can't even talk about that. Like, so. like they talk it, and then they just the jump is so strange. You're like, man, they must say something absolutely crazy. <laughs> Nah, yeah, yeah, no. Like the other podcast I work on, uh, yeah, we stop, we regularly say things that would get us fired. Up. <laughs> like you, like no, name and name name people. Yeah, like people just naming people talking about wild stuff, and so I, we have to edit that one. But uh, but this one's alright. Um, I mean, Familia gets fired. <laughs> What's one less job in a recession? Nah, man, why are you saying that? Why are you saying that? Because then people are gonna assume what what it is I do for a living. Well, bro, you clearly <laughs> no, it's but... clearly something which isn't totally compatible with speaking your mind. <laughs> No, no, no! Don't even say that. Don't even say that. No, it's just, it's just some of the things that people have been said. Man, just, just say, it, just, nah, just, just, guys, hear. I'm the heretic. <laughs> the basement is full of me. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just here because you need two people, man. Yeah, Mills, my faith advisor. Um. Yeah, excuse me, man. Certain people, uh, you're listening. You know, I'm, I'm just here to give them spiritual counsel, bro. Yeah. Uh, where were we though? Um, yeah, just talking about how like how having like this really rigid understanding of faith is actually in a way kind of um, vulnerable, you know, mm-hmm. um, to collapse. And I know, like for me, like building up my faith, I think that, yeah, it's kind of like like a meal. I've if I were to describe my faith now, it's kind of distilled down to a few really basic points. Uh. Like yeah, like you know, Jesus is the Son of God. Um, and like ter- eternal life, that's pretty much it. Well, not pretty much it, but I mean, like, those are the things which maybe you know, ca- kind of talking about. Those are the fundamentals of my faith. Maybe mm. those are the things which I would I would hold on to pretty tightly, because mm. um, I think yeah, if you don't believe those things, it's kind of hard to kind of hard to do the whole Christian thing. And then someone's gonna be like, oh, but would you die for it though? I'm like, okay, okay. okay. Who's <laughs> are people killing? What is going on? Oh, you say, but would you die for it? Though? <laughs> I remember, I remember that, was, that, that was a question I was just asked when I was a kid. Yeah. What would you die for this? Man? I know, that that, that whole, out, like, man. Jesus Freak movement was kind of built on yeah, that. Yeah, that's a real book, man. They're yeah. Just, like, just, like, chapters and chapters of martyrs just, just yeah. getting you hype. I'm like, why, why, like, why are we getting excited for this, man? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it's, almost like, it's almost like a motivational speech. Just before you go to a baseball game, all right, people die. They die for believing in Jesus. Hey, why, why, are we, why are we talking like this, man? Yeah. <laughs> no, but... um but yeah i like like for me those are kind of the things which i guess building up my own faith is like those are things i've and it's not it's not as if i don't believe in anything else apart from that Mm. um but those like the basic things i know like if you tell that to a lot of people and i've had a lot of conversations with people like that you're like yo but you can't be there's no way you can be a christian and believe in evolution or there's no way you can be a christian and um or like, let's say like ad, like Adventist. Like, there's no we we talked about this yesterday or a couple of days ago. There's no way you could be Adventist and um, go to a church which isn't Adventist, or the or 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 like there's no way you could you could be. And I don't know. Like honestly, the whole Adventist label is kind of tricky at this point too. And I'm not gonna lie about that. Like 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 sometimes I, I look at Adventism like I don't know if I fully believe in that. I believe in Jesus, but I don't know if I believe in that. Um, Another thing Emil can't comment on. But <laughs> he's just nodding. Mike didn't even go anywhere near his mouth. He's just like, yes, yeah, it's good. It's good for you, man. 
and then I, I'm just laughing. <laughs> yeah, so. man, this podcast might be rough, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just no, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing, like. We live in a real world. Like, the thing is, like, the thing is, like, one day, one day, if this podcast is is enough to like to pay my bills, sure, sure. But like, <laughs> then I'll speak my mind. Yeah, no, 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 I'll speak my mind when I can. But like, the thing is, man, if you want, if you want to hear the real live and uncut, stop recording. No, 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 no. Yeah. Meet, meet me in real life and, and, and talk to me in real life. No, but this, but and, and, and to be honest, man, here's the thing. Like at the end of the day, like I, I, I feel, I feel, I feel like you've been more intentional in doing that process than I have, and so I feel like you're perhaps maybe more of an expert on this. Certain other topics where I feel like I'd be more, more knowledgeable on it. Yeah, I, I, I feel like you have definitely gone through a more intentional process of like deconstructing and reconstructing your faith than I have. So I think, I think, I think you definitely would be more, more of an expert on this than I would. Thanks. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> the lawyer in the room. Did you see, did you see the door open yeah. and shut? The meal's gone. Yeah. The lawyer in the room's like, yeah, you can see that. Yeah. Dude, yo, this is podcast. I just side note, this podcast, like, uh, what is it called? Um, Football Weekly, just random side show. But, like, it's uh, it's it's like a soccer podcast. Yeah. Every, every time the guy talks about FIFA, one of the French guys talks about FIFA, guy's like, man, it's like, now we have to get our lawyers to edit this entire thing. <laughs> Honestly, man. Um, podcast game is, is is getting corporate, man. Who? The podcast game, like I feel as though back in the day, the podcast thing used to be just like the wild west, but now I don't know. Since like companies started like putting real money into it, like the, the fact that the Obamas have a podcast is like this is a Do they? yeah. Well, Michelle does with with Brock. I think uh, I think Brock was like on her first episode. Is it good? I don't know. What's what's she talking about? I don't know. Just being Michelle Obama. Yeah, man. Michelle... It's on Spotify. They paid her like a like a couple million bucks to do it. Yeah, I don't know, man. The the, the fact that certain podcasts that don't stream on certain sites, I'm like for financial reasons, it's kind of whack. But I'm like, well, hey, man. Yeah, gotta, that's what I'm saying. Podcasting gotta, is like a real family, so. is a real industry now. <laughs> where, where I guess people can get sued for saying the wrong things, um, but only if anyone hears you. Yeah. Yeah, here's the thing, man. Here's, okay, you might just start leaking music on the podcast. Who knows? Yeah. Let's, just, let's just start violating every single IP law. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Like, like, there's one of two things. If, if 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 this thing gets big enough for me to be in trouble, I think I think I already make money off it. But like, maybe yeah. Nah, I don't know about that. Because I've heard to make to make money on podcast, you need to have like roughly a hundred thousand listeners. How about the anchor thing? What anchor thing? Or like, who's on anchor? I'm not people on anchor. I don't know anyone who uses Anchor. Okay. Like, I know a lot of podcasts are on there, but I don't know anyone who actually... Why would you pay for a podcast? I don't understand that. Like, there's ads there for a reason already. No, but does Anchor pay you to be on? To, to, does Anchor pay yeah, you? Yeah, but to... you have to pay, but listeners have to pay to use Anchor. No way. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, why? Yeah, there's people who do that. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, because I think, I think the way Anchor works is there's a lot of podcasts that are exclusively on Anchor. Yeah, so, so you can't um, get them anywhere yeah, else. So, so can, can we like can we like beg Anchor? To yeah, honestly, right now this is like the equivalent of like two homeless guys like talking about the yachts they're gonna buy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh yeah. If, 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 if Anchor if, comes to us, I said, we yeah, tell him like it's, it's like, a licensing deal, man. You can't own this like, exclusively. It's like if, if, this, if this guy, if Maserati wants and wants me to endorse, have to give me your car, even though, even though, even though there's nothing I'm offering Maserati. There's nothing, there's nothing I could possibly say. But that I just want to be ready for the day Maserati calls because you know you never know, man. Yeah, man, just gotta 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 speak your speak your blessing in the atmosphere, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's where we're at, but uh, 
But I guess to to kind of go to the next aspect of the fundamentalism conversation, because uh, I, I did actually make some show notes. Um, anyone listening, this is a structured show. Um, this was all planned. Yeah. But uh, but one thing I did want to talk about, and it's something we've kind of talked about before, is, okay, so maybe you have this belief system which looks different from maybe like the faith your parents taught you mm-hmm. um, and isn't super... Maybe isn't as yeah, like we said that word rigid. Maybe isn't as rigid as maybe the faith you grow you grew up listening in church or certain beliefs. But kind of going that thing of like, okay, this isn't the same faith that your parents taught you. But like now, what are you gonna teach mm-hmm. your kids? Mm-hmm. And obviously, there's different contexts for that. Like Emil's an actual teacher, yeah, um, and you're a high school teacher, yeah. And like that's an age where a lot of kids are actually starting to ask questions, like like serious ones. And a lot of kids lose their faith in high school or mm-hmm. around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that is the kind of question, like like how how have you thought about that? Like how do you approach the idea of talking to kids about faith and maybe even about things that you're not so certain about? Do you air those uncertainties or what? I don't know, man. I, I feel like with especially the older kids, the kids I teach, I just like the realization, letting them know that like it's good to ask questions. I don't know, man. I've I've sort of I sort of shared with them the story your your experience of like going to university and having a hard time with like navigating faith afterwards, mm-hmm. and so just. And that's something, and that's something that I've actually had a couple of students come talk to me about, like, yo, Mr. N, um, I get really scared of, like, what happens if I go to university and my faith gets challenged, what's going to happen? God's not dead. That yeah, kind of yeah, scenario. Yeah, exactly. If I have a professor who derails the entire yeah, semester, like, I'm going to fail you. I'm going to fail if you don't publicly <laughs> denounce God. But, like, yeah. But, like, but, like, you know what we're talking about? Um, don't watch God's Not Dead. Yeah, yeah. No, but, like, no, but, but I think, but I think, I think, I think, I think kids appreciate the. Because I think especially older students realize that like life is not life is not easy. I mean, life is not like cut and dry as 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 they they've been told as kids. Yeah. And so I feel like they're just just letting them know that hey, there's lots of stuff. And I think like it's almost like the Socratic the Socratic method kind of thing. What's that? Where like you you teach through questions. Mm-hmm. That, that that's something which I've been really been focusing on because like Jesus kind of did that. Yeah, because like sometimes like I student I ask students all the time they're like okay. Like, if the story of Jonah wasn't real, what would happen to your faith? And just, like, asking them that. Just having them think about it. Yeah. And then, like, and then they're like, well... And then they're like, well, and then they're like, well, then I'll prove it's real. I'm like, that's not science, though. You can't... You can't so I, I, yeah. I have a student say, I'm going to become an... I, I'm become an archaeologist to prove the literal six-day creation. I'm like, Get in I'm line, but I'm, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, that's actually not science. I'm like, yeah. like you, you can't, you can't. Say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going, I'm going to do science to prove a conclusion that I already have. And then it's, yeah. and then it's, and then plus, there's a lot of people who've already done this. Stuff yeah, like man, Ken Ham is out here. But, <laughs> but, 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 but one of the things which I don't think, mess with Ken Ham's bag. <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, and and you he'll, he'll have uh, that man. That man's got guts, man. That man would debate build out a live TV against yeah. kill, but like yeah. no, 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 but like, um, but one of the things that I've realized is just like having asking kids to like asking them asking them questions rather than just feeding them what you think, mm-hmm. because I feel like one of the one of the I feel like it's dangerous if I think like the flip side is I don't want to be in a position where I'm just imposing my way of thinking on them. Mm-hmm. But I'm like it's the the problem the issue is still there. They may not necessarily holds some views that they grew up with but what happens if i just suppose my way of thinking like you haven't solved the problem you're not you're actually not creating good thinkers yeah. you're just creating people to regurgitate your ideas and so i feel like speaking from a position of someone who doesn't have kids i feel like it's a little bit easier to ask questions but if you're speaking from a position of let's say i have children and mm-hmm. i'm like i want them to believe i i there's certain things i value and i want them to value too yeah um i feel like 
I don't know, man. Here's the thing, man. I just feel like you just teach people to like love God and love neighbor. <laughs> Outside of that, man, like <laughs> I think I think everything will shake out, man. <laughs> ah, bro, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> no, because he, cause, cause, no, because at the end of the day, man, like honestly, like like outside of loving God, loving neighbor, like whether or not, like like you can you can read them Bible stories, and like you can read the Bible stories, but like I'm not I'm not gonna go into like oh we're gonna discuss why the story is real. Like I'm not like okay, yeah. like yeah. I, I I think you've made this idea of like you can tell stories with lessons without necessarily having to prove that they're real. Yeah, things don't have to be factual to be true. Yeah, and, and I feel like if you yeah. take that 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 idea because ultimately like we we're talking about like following Jesus at the end of the day following Jesus is not just is not just having a having a detailed breakdown of why the sixth the earth was literally created in six days. Jesus doesn't ask that. He says love love God, love neighbor. And I feel like if I can communicate to to, to my children, if I have children, like hey, we want to love God, we want to love our neighbor and just look out for other people, look out for the marginalized and those who are hurting. I feel like that that's what's most important. And the Bible stories show us what happens when we love God and love neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's an important thing, which maybe I actually even mentioned earlier, but I think, you know, when we say that, or at least when I say that, like, I feel as though I've kind of moved away from fundamentalism or like some of these fundamentalist beliefs, it's not to say that, you know, just because I don't believe um, the exact same things about some of the different stories in the Bible I did before, that I've just thrown those stories out because mm. I think a lot of people hear that and they're like, "Oh, so you just you just think this you're whole chapter? Yeah, you're just an atheist, or you're just like some undercover atheist, you or believe whatever. in evolution? Yeah, evil evolution. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they really make sure to say evil. <laughs> yeah, um, but that, that's really not the case. Like, I like I I could honestly say, like for example, like I think we've we talked about well, we've walked around uh, the creation story a bit. Like even though I I wouldn't say right now I I believe that the Earth is created in six days. I think my appreciation for the story of Genesis and my understanding of it is a lot richer now than it ever was. Mm. And 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 yeah, so it's like it, it and I think the story is more valuable to me now than it ever was. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't believe in let's say like this is a, a historical account. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I don't know, like. <laughs> Like to go to the question of like how do you teach kids? Like I, I think it is different talking to like a seventeen year old than like a five year old. Yeah. Um, especially because like a five year old, I've I've wondered that too. Like, am I just gonna am I just gonna pretty much? Yeah, I've always thought like, am I just gonna teach my kids like the way I was taught? Like, oh, this all happened, and then when they're fourteen, just like drop a bomb. It's like, well, but you know, <laughs> there are other opinions. Yeah. Um. Cause you know, in a way, like I was, I was talking to Emil about it. that's what they did for us in school. Like chemistry, I was thinking about that. Like I don't know if you remember high school chemistry. I didn't do very good. Okay, so <laughs> maybe I'm the best person to talk about this, but um, but I know like they taught us things about like oh atoms look like this. There's a nucleus, and then electrons go in circles around it. And then you go into university, and they're like, oh, that's actually a lie. We just taught you that to teach you what an electron is but they don't do anything like that like mm. it's totally different mm. and you know we all coped we all survived we all were able to make the mental shifts in our head so i thought maybe i'll do that to my kid but have, I you, have you heard that story of like science mike uh oh science from relevant podcast yeah heard his story yeah no i've never heard how, his. like oh, how like when he how, how when he was an atheist he was teaching his kids bible stories why was he doing that because he said because he said life is just much easier because he, he said i don't want you to go through like the 
the mental anguish of like and a lot of people do that a lot of people once they have kids become way more religious no 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 no, no, no. But here's the thing man he was like he like i i think he grew up religious uh-huh. and he, he became like he stopped believing yeah but like when he when he was actively not believing he was teaching his kids bible stories because he's just like he's just like i no. he's like what is it i i he was having such a hard time understanding for himself he just didn't want his kids to go through that so what was he planning on doing when they got older? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, that's no, really no, no. what I'm describing right now. <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe and that's the thing that that really is like a bridge you can only cross once you get there. But yeah. but I think maybe you kind of alluded to it with the whole like Socratic method thing. But I think like the most important thing might be just giving. And this applies to kids or whoever you're talking to, but just giving people like a toolkit where they're able to figure this stuff out for themselves. Because in a weird way, I think like even though my relationship with like Adventism has changed or whatever, I feel as though the kind of progression I've been able to go through, it wouldn't have been possible without Adventism. Because I'm like, I, I okay, and <laughs> maybe this is going to sound like I'm bashing on other religions now, which is literally what we said we weren't going to do. But I know, um, I remember. Uh, I remember one time we were playing like Bible, some Bible trivia game or whatever. And um, this is a church and our pastor, he asked this question about like Joseph, um, about like, you know, when he had his, uh, what is it? What happened? Yeah. When his brothers come back to him and then he's like, he started talking about how, like when they're scared that he's going to come kill them, that Mm. they're scared that like, oh, now he's going to kill us. Mm. And I remember, like, maybe this is a little inflated ego moment, but I remember, like, I pointed out to him, it's like, oh, that actually happened, like, after Jacob died. Like, it happened, like, years later. The point where they were scared he was going to come kill him. It didn't happen um, right when he came back. And then his wife was there, and she's like, you know, Adventism, I like how Adventism, we really, like, teach our kids the Bible. And I feel as though, this is kind of a long-winded way to, to, to get to my point, but I mean, my mom's just like I don't believe that story. Yeah, <laughs> no. But I mean, like, I feel as though, like, 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 I, I can't speak for other people, other kids in other churches, but uh, like beyond just the interactions I've had with other kids. But I feel as though, like, in Adventism, our denomination was kind of built on questioning the accepted narrative of faith. Mm-hmm. You can't look at the history of it; like, it's kind of built on questioning the accepted narrative and just really going through the Bible. And saying, like, yo, what exactly is in here? And what is it talking about? And that's kind of why we look a little bit different from other denominations. Mm. And I don't know. I, I think even for me personally, like, kind of coming out of that tradition and, like, kind of being taught, like, yo, people have this understanding of the Bible, but that might just be what the movie said. Or that just might be what their pastor told them. Yeah. But when you actually read it, it says a different thing. Like, And I, for me personally, it kind of made me to, like, really do the same thing but with my adventist beliefs and kind of come to maybe the conclusions that i'm at now yeah and so like maybe it is that thing of like if you have kids or whatever giving them the toolkit and the ability to be able to to do those things for themselves and Mm -hmm. like like you're saying asking questions and and really encouraging inquiry and those kinds of things and, and understanding like oh the bible is is a it's a religious book, but it's also like it happened within a historical context and a cultural context, and like trying to include all those other things. Um, and I don't know, maybe I guess giving them a faith which is a little more flexible. Yeah, yeah, flexible faith, man. That's nice for those sermons. You know, those alliteration sermons. If your faith <laughs> is, is <flexible>. flexible, <laughs> your 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 challenges <laughs> will become. What's, what's the other thing that starts with C? 
C. Why does it have to be C? No, it has to be. You know, alliteration. It has to be like if your no, faith thought, is uh, flexible, your challenges will become cannons. Cannons? What do you mean? Know, like launch to launch you into your challenges yeah, will be. Become, it doesn't start with the same ch sound. Your challenges will be. Cheese. Uh, <laughs> no, ch- look. Your challenges will look childish. <laughs> oh praise God! Uh, praise God! Eyes closed. Eyes closed. Heads bowed. Yeah, unless, uh, unless, uh, <laughs> but I'm just imagining like that little struggle we had as a pastor. So your challenges will be cannons. I mean, um, it's another word. It starts to see it. I thought you meant like an acronym, like flexible faith. The F stands for <laughs> faith. faith. <laughs> no, the F stands for flexible faith. <laughs> the A stands for. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Able. <laughs> you know, man, I tell you, man, you know, you know, you know and pe- now, after an hour in, now into my second acronym, challenges. <laughs> <laughs> let's break it, let's break down the seat. <sighs> oh, Dude, man, we were traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's to the day I die, but we have been traumatized. We're just we laughing about it now. We bro. just laughed. Yeah, yeah. It's the only way, the only way, the only way we can deal with it. Man. man, we can't afford therapy, so we just laugh about our trauma. <laughs> Real talk, right? You know what's interesting, man? A lot of people talk about getting therapy. I'm like, you know what? I, I wish I, I want to get therapy. It's really expensive. <sighs> Aren't there, like, don't you get benefits or anything like that? Possible. I was looking to that, but like, but like, no, but no, no, but no, but even trying, right? No, but it's interesting, right? Like, you, know, people, you know, people talk, 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 talk about therapy as though, like, I don't know, I just find that people talk about therapy as though it's as though it's like water, as though, as though anyone can get it. Honestly, man, okay, maybe, maybe we're done with the fundamentalist topic, but I mean, like, I kind of look at therapy sometimes. I'm like, this might be the result of a society which like doesn't have. Any sort Jeez. of like, faith? No, you about, about to say <laughs> Okay, yeah, keep going. No, honestly, man, because. What is it? I feel as though, like, especially the modern, like, therapist relationship is, like, a fairly new thing, right? Like, I don't think 500 years ago people were really taking an hour out of the day, paying a dude money so they could sit and talk to him. Yeah. And I feel as though, like, a lot of that, it's not even just, like, the fact that we're a less religious society. Although I think, like, a, a people... Do first of all... Faith or community? Community, yeah. Community is probably the best part of it. Because I think, like... Like, people always talk about, like, the, the whole idea of a nuclear family. That's a pretty new idea. Yeah. Like, the whole idea of, like, your whole world is just you, your spouse, and your kids. Mm-hmm. And you live in this house where you don't talk to your neighbors. Like, that's a fairly new idea. People used to grow up. People used to grow in, like, communities. Like, you actually build fences. Yeah. Like, so you, like, yeah, like now we build up little borders. But back in the day, people used to live in, like, communities where you were, like, multi-generational. So, your grandparents, your parents, you, your kids you were all living that, yeah. in the same area. Um, you had you had this huge support network of people, and it's like if you had an issue, you had someone to talk to about it. But I think nowadays people are so isolated, it's like I'll just pay someone two hundred bucks an hour to talk to them. And I'm not saying therapy is wrong or evil. Like I, I think it's a good idea, but I feel as though it kind of might have become a necessity just because we have like this such like hyper individualized society. You yeah, know? yeah. But you still get it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can afford it. Go for it. <laughs> Uh, but I see might be like benefits. So there's like cheaper options. They're like, yeah, sure, I might be able to afford it. But virtual not, therapy or whatever, online therapy. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, don't look know. into it. Look into it. This is the, this isn't what the podcast is. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, we can't even look it up for ourselves, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're not gonna do it for you. Um, but I don't know. I think that's a 
I don't, I don't know if we have some big conclusion from the fundamentalism. Man, just keep plugging away, man. Keep plugging away. You know, yeah, think for yourselves, man. Honestly, um, that that's what we'd say. Think for yourselves, and uh, if you're not employed by someone who's going to... Uh, <laughs> Make sure you stay gainfully employed. Yeah, I'm just looking at you now. <laughs> Think for yourselves and speak your mind if, if possible. Yeah. Um and, and and I hope and I hope uh I hope I hope by listening you'll be able to uh, clearly identify who's Moses' voice and which one's Emil's voice. Yeah, so yeah they they, they, they do sound pretty that's similar. Very key. Uh, uh and uh, yeah, so <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> that's the most important point of this podcast. Yeah. I am not most because yeah, the, man. Like what those like your, your views are your views are your views alone. But like, uh, yeah. So yeah, man. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Yeah, it's been good times. Um, hopefully, hopefully uh, you'll all be back in the basement, um, and we can have more conversations like this. Yeah. Um, like we said, they're not going to be recorded weekly. We're probably going to knock out a whole bunch of episodes this week and then post them gradually and then do the same thing again down the line. Uh, but yeah, this has been the basement full of heretics. Hopefully this is our last launch. Um, let's see where this goes. Okay. Bye.